back, everybody, to another episode of the Ideas Exchange podcast presented by InExpress. I am your host, Paul Castleberry. This is the podcast where we're going to dive into marketing, business, tech, being an entrepreneur, franchising, being a franchisor, advertising, any kind of category we can stuff into all those different kind of categories. We're going to touch on that here on this podcast. My guest today, coming from us all the way over in the UK, I believe, UK, right? Yeah. Yep. Dave Vance, welcome to the podcast. Oh, it's an honor to be on your show. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, no, it's an honor to have you. And we're going to dive into to why here in a little bit. But before we get to that in our topic, give us a little 411 on yourself there, Dave. Sure. So my name is Dave Van. I work for InExpress as well in the Cambridge franchise over in the UK. I'm 24 years old. I do public speaking for a living as well as working for the InExpress network. And yeah, I absolutely adore the brand. I adore what this is, podcast is all about. Um, I'm enthusiastic, I'm passionate, and I'm very proud as well. Yeah, uh, it bleeds through. When we did our discovery call, I, I could talk to this dude for hours because he's just so energetic and enthusiastic about what he did. I'm going to have to ask a personal note uh, just because I saw this on LinkedIn and we, you got to make the plug. We got to give you a big congrats. What's the biggest news that happened recently in your life? My uh, my baby daughter was born on the 4th of April at nine minutes past 10. And Congrats. it is the biggest blessing uh, a human could ever come across. So thank you so much for your congratulations, Paul. It's a real honor to be joining the Fatherhood Network and uh, <laughs> lack of sleep, loads of coffee, living the dream. <laughs> there you go. Well, you, you touched on the topic that we wanted to tackle for this episode, and it's it's public speaking. And when we again, when we were doing our discovery call, I had mentioned to you that there was a stat that the two biggest fears in a person's life is very morbid, number one, death, and then a close second, public speaking. And 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 when we were talking about this subject and who we could get to speak on this, your name was at the top of the list because like you said, you, you do it for a living on top of being part of the Inexpress network. So let's start there. Let's let's talk about the fear of public speaking and, and just kind of go down the rabbit hole from there. What's, what's your first take knee-jerk reaction on public speaking? Well, look, it's obviously going to be a nerve-wracking thing for anyone. And I'd be lying if I said that I didn't get nervous before doing some sort of form of public speaking. But just to start off with this conversation, let me start with my story of when I first ever had the, the opportunity to speak publicly. I was um, working for a business, not in Express, this was just before as a sales manager, 18 years old, and I entered a networking group called BNI um, to essentially pitch what our business was all about. There was 50 entrepreneurs in front of me that all ran their own company. Um, I stood up and I absolutely froze. And I froze. I went completely silent. I went, and it wasn't coming. <laughs> Everything just disappeared out of my head. So let me make this clear that it is nerve wracking, right? Mm -hmm. and, it, and it is something that you're allowed to be scared by. But it's how you can overcome those, those fears prior to entering your pitch, speech, whatever it may be. Um, when that happened to me, when I froze, it was maybe five or 10 seconds before I said something. And what I said was, was have you guys ever had the moment where you're really excited, really ready to give a pitch, but you have no idea what you was about to say? Well, let me start again. My name is Dave Van, and then I went from it from there. And I noticed the smiles across the room of people. So yeah. I think that's a really important place to start with this, is, is that story. Um, there are things that I do before public speaking, and I do it to a, a, you know, a massive range 
of um, industries as well as topics. I work for Ipswich Town Football Club as a matchday presenter. I used to do the stadium announcing for Cambridge United as well over in the UK, which is to 7,000 all the way up to 30,000 people. But to touch on the business element, there's a few hits and tricks that I do that do make it a little bit easier. One thing that I do gospelly before any type of event or speaking occasion is I take myself into my comfort zone. Mm. So let's use networking as the example. There's two people that are speaking before you, so it's almost about to be your turn. What I would do is I would think to myself, okay, I'm nervous about doing this pitch, but I know what I'm going to say. I'm wearing my favourite outfit, so I'm feeling confident. This coffee is fantastic. The, The temperature in this room is brilliant. The lighting's awesome as well. And automatically, when you think of these eight, nine, ten positive things around what you're about to do, you create this safe space. And I think that's really valuable because once you're confident and comfortable in where you are, you already know what you're going to say because you do your background research first. You know, you never go into anything without thinking about it prior, whether that be in the shower, in front of the mirror, 10 minutes before you get in the meeting, when you're driving in the car, everyone's different, right? But if you can just put yourself in that comfort zone, it really, really helps. And I do this gospelly each time before I speak, whether that be to 50 business owners, a decision maker, just one-on-one for InExpress, or in front of 30,000 people where you cannot mess up the words, you cannot mumble, you cannot fumble. Putting yourself in that safe environment is seriously beneficial, and it's something I live by. Yeah, that's awesome. And what I thought was interesting when we were talking before this is you were talking about how when you're in front of that crowd of 30,000 that you got to be on your A game. You can't trip up. You can't mess up. But when you're in front of entrepreneurs or a business owner or something like that, there's a little bit of flexibility, right? How do you how do you balance between those two worlds of I have to get this absolutely right, hit the nail on the head to being a little bit more relaxed and just kind of letting it flow? What, what's the trick there? I think it does come down to that background research first. So you put yourself in a position where you're going to meet a business owner um, and you really want that business because it's going to make a big difference to your month. Just as an example, you want to know exactly what they have to offer. So you want to do your research on the website, maybe even speak to some people within their team that are much lower down in the the pecking order, if you like, um, just to be able to find out what they do. When you approach that conversation, it's all about listening. It's all about hearing what they have to say and then firing back with the relevant benefit. With a crowd of 30,000, it's all down to you. You're the person who creates not just the the, the pitch, but the atmosphere as well. You know, I've I've trialed out things like getting the North Stand to chant a a chant and then the South Stand, whoever's louder, just to get the the role of the, the good feel factor within the stadium pumping. And then when it comes down to what I have to say, it's not so much that I've already created this element of, peacefulness around me because everyone's supporting what we're doing and 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 how we've built up to where we're at but it also comes down to that if you do make that small mistake which happens we're all human you know um then you can build from that take composure say it again in front of a decision maker for business it doesn't matter if you so much fumble what you're going to say because it's not necessarily a pitch you want it to be much more flexible you want it to be able to roll as a conversation like you and i have in now paul that seems positive so it is about creating a positive atmosphere so say for example we're talking i don't know palettes international palettes you know they might say they're having a nightmare with paperwork 
straight away the instant that I come back with is well we will handle that paperwork for you it's just again listening to the conversation putting yourself in a position to speak in front of thousands and thousands of people create an element of a safe space with the people first now that's mm. also the same for networking as well if you're in front of 50 business entrepreneurs you can create that safe space by standing up starting with something fairly amusing that you might have a story if you like before going into the pitch about what you do and what you're trying to gain from being at that specific event so what yeah. i mean by that for an example is you might want to mention something about i don't know your tie you're wearing it might sound silly but you can stand up <laughs> and straight away say something like you know i've got my favorite tie on for today but i might as well spill some coffee down it anyway my name's dave van what we do it in express is send x y and z yep so you get what i'm trying to say it is just about creating that safe environment and it really helps as well to get your breathing i know we haven't mentioned that yet but get your breathing intact as well beforehand because nerves can take over and then you can realize you're speaking way too fast it's fine to speak fast if you're speaking to a decision maker because naturally you'll slow down as the conversation continues but when you're yeah. speaking in front of loads of people get your breathing down to a t so that you're in a calm again relaxed environment before you begin to speak that that sounds like a very big juggling act to to try and get dialed in what you want to say the crowd getting the energy going and the breathing and all that how, how do you keep track of all that? I mean, do you have a process of, okay, make sure I do A, B, and C, or is it that rigid? What, what do you, what's your thoughts there? So going off the, the stadium side of, side of things to the much larger audiences, it is a, a case of the way I do it personally is the breathing element comes on my way to the event, on the way to the stadium. I'll make sure that I'm doing loads of breaths, four in the nose, six out the mouth, it's, 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 it's bog standard stuff that you would normally hear about, but it's so beneficial mentally as well to create that safe environment. So that's where I would start. Mm. We arrive at the venue. Naturally, what I do, and I think this helps a lot of people, is say hello to everyone you see with a real positive energy. So you go, good morning. How are you doing? You okay? It might seem crazy, but automatically you're building that, that response, that rapport with people. And then the day you're speaking to people and it gives you that confidence boost. When I enter the venue... That's when it comes to putting yourself in that safe environment by thinking, wow, this is a really nice day today. Okay, this coffee is beautiful. Man, I don't, don't need a sugar. No, I don't need a sugar. This is perfect. And putting yourself away from what you're about to do almost into your own personal safe environment. Mm, I like that. That's really good advice. Now, I, I know I've, I've tripped and fallen flat on my face before in this kind of a scenario and, and in front of business owners or executives or whatever the case and I'm sure you've probably had this similar experience. I think we all have, right? We go in, Absolutely. we're going to try and knock it out of the park and we completely miss. That can cause people to take a big step back and say, I don't ever want to do this again. And the fear just gets amplified. What, what advice would you give to somebody when they hit that kind of a scenario where, oh my gosh, I bombed. I don't want to do it again. How do we push forward? So... I mean, that's a great question. That's a fantastic question, Paul. And I think that the answer is, is, is personal preference. But what my advice would be is, you, that's already happened, say. You, you've gone into this business meeting. You haven't impressed the person. He's mentioned maybe X, Y, and Z about what you could have done better. Mm -hmm. What I would do straight afterwards is call someone that you know, that you work with, maybe a customer for business respects, and have that positive conversation. Mention all the services that you offer and just build up that confidence through a safe environment. I keep on mentioning the safe environment because with public speaking of any form, it's vital to make sure that you are in a comfortable position 
to do any type of speaking. And setbacks happen all the time. The story I started with when I was 18 and didn't speak, one person from that group gave me business that day just because he liked how my approach was to the mess up, you know. And I know it sounds bizarre because he might not have known the exact services that we offer, but he knew it was telephone answering. Um, he liked me and he bought into me. When you mess up, we're all human. You know, I had a car crash um, when I was... 19 and my father um when i was 17 18 he helped me with my insurance and he accidentally did an anomaly that was uh his date of birth year so 16th of the 12th is my birthday 1998 he put 1968 now obviously <laughs> i should have done that myself right but the insurance weren't happy with it right? and I, we had to pay out okay yeah. so oh, any type of human error is natural the way you pick yourself up and carry on is what makes maketh man if you like you know make a lady whatever it's yeah. it's just how you would continue that process and my advice would be speak to someone that you're comfortable with that you do a similar type of thing so yet you went to see a business owner weren't too happy with the with the outcome well i'm sure you've already got customers if i'm speaking to a, a bdm right now and those customers are the ones that you can build those good feedback feels for yeah. and then you can take that into your next meeting but never give up Ever, yeah. ever, ever. You know, my, my, my attitude to life is just keep doing what you love to do. And if you don't love to do it, learn a way to like doing it. You know, there's yeah. so many different aspects to public speaking. As you say, it's such a broad subject mm -hmm. and setbacks will happen. Just pick yeah. yourself up. I mean, I've got a Rocky Baba um, quote behind me and it's like the world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean, nasty place. And it's all about how you just pick yourself up, keep going, and get that win. I love that. That's something I tell my kids all the time. The best part about falling down is you get to pick yourself back up. So I think fall, fall and fail fast, right? Absolutely. You know, I, I'm a strong believer in that you learn from your mistakes. Uh, you know, I, I live by that. You have to make mistakes. When I make mistakes, some people go, ah, I get excited because it's like, right, okay, well, I know what I'm going to do now. Yeah, you know, and it's like absolutely. okay, I've made that error, but yep. if if I don't approach it the same way next time, perhaps it, the outcome might be different. Yeah, that's really exciting. Yeah, I I think another thing that I think people find very intimidating for me personally, I cannot stand to do this, but it's to practice. You know, the whole practicing in front of a mirror yeah. or whatever the case may be. I remember when I first started doing video work and I had to be on camera. I was terrified. And I went out into a public space and just recorded myself on a cell phone and people staring at me. And I was like, this is awkward and uncomfortable. Um, do you, would, is that some of your advice as far as public speaking is, is practicing? And if it is, how do we, how do we not make it so rigid and, and awkward feeling, if you will, and make that kind of a comfortable thing? Uh, another great question, Paul. I mean, for to answer that, for an example, I used to do the um, Instagram live uh, streams before a match for the Cambridge United uh, team. So what I would do is I'd go on their Instagram account on my phone. It would load up and I'd invite people in for a conversation about the match. And you can't really think of the questions, but you have to prepare yourself who's about to jump on the call because you can always get someone jump on that's from the opposing team. And you need to think, so I need to quickly get it off. The practice that I would have for that would just be to think of five bog standard things that I'm going to say to each person, maybe, you know, middle them up and, and mix them up and maybe ask two or three rather than all five. So it sounds like you're doing a variety, but at least then you're semi-prepared because yeah. the time goes very quick. 
you know, it feels like I've been speaking to you for a couple of minutes, but I'm sure we're, we're 10 minutes into the, into the podcast now. And that's the beauty of public speaking. You prep so much, you get all these nerves for it to be over in two to five minutes. You know, and even if you think of, uh, I don't know, a boxing announcer, a ring announcer, you know, they're on for the whole night. But if you look at the actual mm. amount of time they're speaking for, it's only about five to 10 minutes again. You know, yeah. it's just all compact into separated parts. If you put it all together, it's about five to 10 minutes. So to answer your question, it would be just to think of five things that you would like to say that, that, that would be beneficial, relevant, and maybe make a bit of a powerful impact to the people, the audience, if you like, that you're trying to gain traction from. And then you're semi-prepared. Preparation is very, very important. And I know it can be daunting. I don't enjoy looking in the mirror and saying, ladies and gentlemen, I don't like doing that. You know, no <laughs> one really does. And what I do like doing is singing in the shower. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. put some music on in the shower and then say, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Portman Road, home of the Tractor Boys. When the music background, you're enjoying yourself because you're in that safe element and environment again. So it's yeah. personal preference. Just find what works for you. Because there is a way. I don't like looking in the mirror. I don't like practicing with a bit of paper out loud. But what I like doing is putting some music on in the background. So when I'm done speaking, I'm listening to my favorite song by Travis Scott, whatever. You know, yeah. it just it just element element of that safe space once more. It's so important. Yeah, yeah great advice. Well, believe it or not, you, you mentioned it. It feels like we've only been talking for like two minutes, but we're 17 minutes in. So we're coming yeah. to the end here. I, we always try to keep it at 20 minutes for the audience, but any, any closing thoughts as we get to the end here on this topic or anything else you'd like to chuck in there for the audience? Absolutely. There's, there's one thing that I'd like to say, and I know I have already touched it already, is don't be afraid to give anything a try. The beautiful part of, of life is that humans make mistakes. I'm 24 years old and I've been a public speaker to a large audience for four years. And it all came from me being at a network event for the previous business and I just conducted myself fairly well, well, very well according to some, that two months later, a videographer who we didn't exchange any business with, we just had a chat, dropped me a message on Instagram and said, Dave, COVID has happened. Fans can't come to the stadium. I remember you from X networking event. Would you like to be, come and be our match day presenter to present on social media? And that social media then turned to stadium announcing. Then it turned to me taking a personal promotion to move from a 7K seat at stadium to a 30K seat at stadium in Ipswich Town Football Club. I was in the right place at the right time. Mm. And, and I, I'm beyond grateful for that opportunity. I, I'm living my dream. As well as the confidence with working with this amazing brand in Express, I, I'm 24 living my dream. And it's just because I said I'd do it and I'd go for it. Never be afraid because life is too short and you never know what amazing opportunity is out there for you. Um, Paul, it's a real, real honour to be on your show. I think you're fantastic. And I know you say you get nervous talking uh, it doesn't show. You're brilliant. And this network is fantastic. So thank you so, so much. And uh, best of luck speaking, everyone. <laughs> thank you, Dave. That's that's very kind words and solid way to end it. But I have to end it with a random question because it's fun. I like doing it. It's, sure. it's a great way to, I don't know. It's just fun. So I got to ask, <laughs> what was your most favorite, like top of the list event that you've had to speak at or announce at or whatever the case may be do, do you have a top favorite or that's a good question you know because there's been a few that um that, that really took me took me aback okay i think it'd have to be just because of the honor um that, that this held was it was ipswich versus lincoln it was april 2022 so last year and um i had to do the speech on pitch when it was all silent with twenty nine thousand in the audience 
about the um, football being solidarity with Ukraine and um, all those affected mm. by the by the ongoing conflict and having to do that speech and I was staring at where I used to sit when I was a kid with my dad uh, there was a real moment of I'm really proud to be doing this and it still gives me goosebumps today um, I think that must have been my favorite because it was just one of them moments where you think wow this is a true true honor in front of all these people and um, and then we won that game as well so there was a few goal shout outs from myself so I think that would definitely definitely be the best moment of my uh, public speaking career but there are some real cool ones I think that was just a real a real pr proud moment for myself absolutely that's awesome man well Dave thank you so much for your time thank you for your inspiration your expertise your knowledge you're 24 years young you get a daughter you're living your best life man we we appreciate it and uh, just keep doing what you're doing thank you so much Paul all right take care Thank you so much for listening to the Ideas Exchange podcast presented by InExpress. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to show us some love and support, please share it out with others on social media or leave us a rating and review. If you want to know more about what InExpress is, visit InExpress.com to find out what they do and how they can help you and your business. That's I-N-X-P-R-E-S-S dot -S com. Thank you so much and we will catch you in the next episode.